So, uh, it is the immediate aftermath of the battle. Um, oh, sorry. There, uh, the last of the Duergar perish, um, and a quick heal brings Asterix back from the brink of death, uh, having almost been tortured to death. Um, she's in and out of consciousness. She still needs some attending to, but she can confirm to you that your suspicion is correct that that is the page torn out of the book, and you find also this crumpled letter on, um... In the remnants of yeah, desk? Yeah, on Nildar's desk. Um, what's the immediate action? I, like I think those are, like, goat bites. The page was <laughs> rare. <laughs> God damn it, Niantai! Um, I think that we are uh, in shelter right now. We are out of the elements. Um, there is a bunker with a window that we could go and take refuge in and actually have somebody keep a lookout that is not exposed themselves to danger. So I say we uh, hole up in the bunker tower and set a watch, and I'll cast alarm. Ooh. Set your Flexing watch your with an alarm. I was just saying I should cast it more. And, because we, can actually, and we can actually keep the front door locked. Yes. 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 Uh, if looting the keep is something you're interested in, uh, among other stuff you'll find there is at least one copy of the key to the front door. So locking it is no no small. Guys, is that, no, no I'm a rogue. Of course I'm interested in looting. Yes. Uh, that having been the case, let's loot this thing. I'll take that. <coughs> if you, want. you just um, got looted. I will, of course, check for traps in areas that have not been checked yet. You guys found all the traps. Uh, one way or another. <laughs> <coughs> Pardon me. So let's see. See you later. Hope Thank you had fun. <laughs> Bye, Dave. Oh. Pooping time. <clears throat> I can put this black bag in the in the waste if you like. So all of the Duergar were armed with um, light crossbows, except for um, Nildar, who had a heavy crossbow. <clears throat> And a, um, I think it was a pike. I think I gave him a polearm. No, they were, they were, uh, you, yeah, it was a polearm. They were using a polearm. He never got a chance to use it. <laughs> oh, they beat on you with it once. Oh. Um, so I believe it was a pike. So six, uh, five light crossbows, six pikes, um, one heavy crossbow, six sets of splint mail, uh, sized for dwarves. Mm-hmm. Is the mundane treasure you find. In addition, you find a um, a coin purse size sack of shards of the chartalin, the black ice uh, that was also knocked off of Nildar's desk. Uh, to the right buyer, you could probably get about five hundred gold for that. Um, the mundane. St- that this in this case, the stuff really adds up. Yeah. So I think I'm going to add uh, a list of. What we have, what we find for mundane treasure as well. Do we have any place to store it in? Because we don't have a bag of holding or anything. We're not hauling suits of armor around. Yeah, Yeah, no. It is, it does, you know, I'm not going to charge you encumbrance, but if you're going to be hauling six suits of armor around, we're going to have to start contracting. The weapons, at least, I think. The weapons you could probably manage. Uh, In addition, this might actually impact this. There is a large sleigh that they were using to transport Uh whatever back and forth. However, it is specifically designed to be pulled by the ogre zombie that you killed. Um, so if you could find a... Pabu kind of... Yeah. Pabu could probably. Okay. Um, if you can do it. If you could find a su- suitable beast of burden that could pull the wagon, zombies. you could... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, um, maybe. How many crossbows, then? Uh, five light, one heavy. 
various coinage things. that comes out to about 125 gold pieces between all the dwarves. How much again? 125 in various coinage. 25 GP. You gotta melt down the dwarves first, and then <laughs> they're made of yeah. made of coins. All right, we're not gonna bother with the with the armor. Any shields? Uh, no, no shields. Okay. Uh, any melee weapons that would be valuable? So. Pikes. The pikes. Six pikes. Six pikes. Oh, and a dagger. Great. <laughs> a dagger. A dagger. Uh, and as a rogue, you might appreciate those three doses of uh, standard poison. I will take those. Uh, enough food and water and fresh water to refill your rations. Okay. And I believe that's all oh, the loot. And, and of course, you know, detect magic. And detect magic. Yeah, you you've detected all the things there are to detect. Mm-hmm. And refresh my memory, because I, I think this is one of the parts we lost in the podcast, but I could have sworn that you guys made the decision to send a messenger back to uh, Sinar and Barry and have them go to Kerr Koenig and warn them about the Duergar being so close to their front yes. door. That I don't think it made it into the podcast. I think that was part of what we lost when the mic died. Yes, I believe that was exactly what... Uh Dave is doing when the podcast died out because mm-hmm. I think we sent your familiar to go tell them. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. I but I don't know if we told him to go to Karakonig, but just to. I think we told him to meet us there and to be prepared in case it went bad. Uh, if you right. because so I I sort of remember having them be sent there, but I could be wrong about that. This was a month ago. Yeah without the benefit of an audio recording, unless anybody knows for a fact what was said, if you guys want to re-have that conversation and come to a new conclusion... I am confident we told them to meet us at Kirkonic. Okay. I don't remember yeah. if we told them to mobilize or just hang out. All right. I think we just told them to hang out. Okay. I think we said, like, hey, we're going to go do this super dangerous thing. Go, I, go I, tell the people of Kirkonic. I, I think it was more like, let mom know where I'm going to be. Kind of yeah. 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 That's basically what it was. Yeah. Okay. S for Sandy or S for SpongeBob. That way they can identify doing the body. A fun tree all across the tent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> calling across. All right, so you're setting up for a long rest, and who's taking the watch? Are you putting Niantai up there? Uh, Niantai could start watching, but it'd probably be a good idea to have somebody who can speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can do it. I'm going to cast. I'm going to sleep anyway. I'm going to cast alarm and just make sure that if anybody comes into this facility, that we know. Okay, um, alarm is cast, and. Uh, you don't need to sleep, so you're just going to do your four-hour reverie and then take watch? Pretty much. And the rest of you are crashing out. Any other plans before bedtime? Spells you want to cast, anything like that. If there's any need for people to take shifts, I don't mind taking a shift. Okay. Somebody should be up with Niantai. Just with this big of a party, we should have two people on shifts, I think. Okay. Um, so it sounds to me like two shifts. Niantai will help watch on both. Yeah. So two perception checks made with advantage for whoever is going to take a shift on watch. As in, I will make two. Um, You'll make one, and it sounds like Pinkalai will make the other. Yeah. Are we still level three? You said level four in the thing. But in the in the morning. In the morning, you'll go up to level four. Okay, right great. after this rest. All right. Okay. So right, right after I kill you in your sleep. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. So I got, I got a nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, oh, I rolled a 21 on my perception. 21, okay. Um, throughout the course of the night, 
you don't see much. There's one point where you think maybe something might be going on. Some snow and rocks sort of fall from the ravine. Because remember, this the entrance to this fortress is in like a valley. And you see some like snow and you hear the sound of like rock on rock and you think something might be like crossing the top of the ravine, but you can't see anything. It's dark constantly. Um, okay. And, you know, you think about waking up the party in the middle of the night, but nothing really materializes from it. And you just sort of go back to sleep. Um, with the light pinks and purples of the sky coming up over the spine of the World Mountains, you start to wake. You start to rouse. Um, and at that point, you feel... Um, I, I, where in the fortress are you guys bedding down for the night? Probably in the bunker section. I was going to say, with the, yeah. the, uh, the arrow slits okay. or whatever, the yeah. possible, wherever there's beds. Alright. You all start to rouse for the morning, except for you, uh, Zevlin, because you're already awake. Yeah. Um, Inside, because he's already dead. <laughs> well, uh, actually, Sai is also not waking up. Just, just doing my linguistics oh, no. homework. Okay. No. Alright, we'll get to, we'll to Sai in a moment. Um, so you, you each start to uh, rouse, and you each poke your head up to see if the rest of the party is beginning to stir, and you, you all see that you're the first one to awaken. And you look at the foot of your bedroll, and there is a friendly-looking gnome face, and he's sitting on the edge of your, of your sleeping mat, and he's moving his mouth like he's talking, but all you're getting is like the sounds of like television static and rocks banging together, and this odd, creepy feeling crawling up the back of your neck. And... You feel like you're being overcome by sleep again. Like, uh, this is this must be a dream. If I go back to sleep, this will go away. And you close your eyes and you start to drift off back to sleep. And the static fades away. And what you're left with is an overhead view of um, what maybe you would recognize or you would recognize as the Reghead Glacier. The massive glacier that takes up most of Icewind Dale. But it's an overhead view. It's something you've never seen before. You've never had this perspective. And... Quickly, without warning, you start zooming through the sky towards the spine of the World Mountains. Um, and you're left with some residual images in the back of your mind. You see the image of one man screaming into the ear of another man, but the other man seems placid-faced, like he doesn't recognize that this is happening. You, you see um, a river of what could be uh, blood, a dark fluid creeping over muddy ground and then solidifying into ice and you see um you see this gnome trying to explain it and you all you're getting is static and pops and rocks banging together and this guttural sound that really raises your hackles um and that's when una nicolau and we'll get to sigh in a moment start to be able to understand some words and all you're getting is mountains life support failing crystal evacuate and then the whole dream melts away and you each work wake with a start to see Zevian sort of like acting as though nothing has happened you've detected no Nothing amiss because you weren't asleep at the time, and you all realize that Sai doesn't wake up. Sai, would you like to take over here? Um, so he's uh, extremely tired, and if you guys do try to rouse him, he just wants to stay in his in his sleeping bag. Um, so this gnome came and 
kind of gave a warning. He sat on. So you slept. You slept yeah. like normal, right? Yeah. So you experienced the same dream. Um, you also could start to understand bits and pieces of the words he was saying. Yeah. And then right before the dream started to fade away, it was reaching towards your tummy. And then it disappeared. Yep. Yeah. So I'm just. I'm in my sleeping bag, just not wanting to get out. Is it, we're all awake now, right? You're all awake. You all awake with a start, like that nightmare, and, cold sweat. Yeah, so we all had the dream, but only they understood the words. Yeah, all you got was static I, and I weird dream, language. Right? You did not have a dream. Yeah. Uh, no, I was probably looking very... Until she sees the looks of horror on your faces and sign her state, she probably looks very pleased with herself. Um, like, she's probably about to give you some good news as she closes one of her books triumphantly, but then Ooh. kind of looks at Sai, like... Did, did, did we all in the dream see the little gnome guy reaching towards Sai, or was that just him? That was just Sai. Okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. Shut up, <laughs> Sai gets a text message from the devil. No, it's coming from his <laughs> See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Should we still meet him tonight? Or, uh... new, new colon, who dis? <laughs> um, um, not knowing what else to say, is that we'll just say, shall we take a look at him? I kind of go over and I try to rouse you a little bigger. Like, I'm not trying to be aggressive, but I'm like, a little like, um, but like it's like a finger because your face is so small and so large. Oh, no. Just define more me. I'm so tired. I'm going to um, take a spot next to you and I'm going to get down on one knee and unroll a couple things from my pack. And I produce some clean water and a sharp knife. <laughs> uh, what, what, what are you doing there? We doing it. Um, we are doing up. it. <laughs> hey, it's so cold. He probably won't bleed out as fast. I was going to say it's his breasts. That will see you do this. Kurt Kurtz, are you are, are making some breakfast? Because I'm craving pickles and ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> like no one would ever believe, but man, my Let feet hurt, I my back hurt. Turn on the light. Um, Little friend. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me, uh... <laughs> you found the Santa guidance? outfit. What's uh, what's going on there, my little friend? To uh, do a medicine check before we fucking. <laughs> oh, look at this man! Sit on old Saint Nicholas. <laughs> so that's uh, uh, it's only a twelve on a medicine check. All right. Um, you opened it, him up uh, like so, yeah, so when, um, Game of Thrones. What, 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 what's going on? <laughs> so when Nicolo comes over to, with his uh, medicine check, uh, Sai kind of props himself up, and I looked up. You know, I have fourteen days. We've been out for what three? Three. So you're at, you have eleven days left. Eleven. So we are. I guess if we're going, you know, if I go. If I'm, I'm, my only point of reference is like animals and human uh, gestation periods. So I'm thinking, I'm getting close to second trimester right now. <laughs> so Sly's got a baby bump starting to yeah. show. Yeah, you gotta start getting new clothes. <laughs> and... uh, am, I, am I getting fat, Nicola? Be honest with me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do I look different? 
It's not the pants making you look fat, it's your hips. Oh, I'm too much. Sorry, through the nauseous pallor ridden across your body, you do have the glow, green glow of a expecting parent. Easy, Pavu. I've heard of weird goblins that have this type of fetish. I'm not interested in that type of stuff. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Big, big whoa there, my friends. Dev can't help but chuckle. <laughs> Listen, I understand if your pregnancy oh hormones are making you feel crazy like that, but I'm not politely interested. Dang, that would have a chance. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you even have. <laughs> I mean, I, could do, I would split him, knave two chops. You don't know what this goblin can do. <laughs> like a rotisserie chicken. Oh, God. Uh, I look at Nicolau. Is it time for Breakfast. the inevitable? Well, we, we, we think we had two weeks, and it's only been three or four days, right? Feels early. I mean, sometimes... To, I would prefer to do this in civilization as best we can and not here in some cold dwarf... We should get him to care for as quickly as possible. Listen, yes. as one of two girls in this group, I will say that occasionally things happen with your body and you just get more tired than usual. Yeah, man. I'll be okay. Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had it for lunch. Yeah, so I feel I. pretty fatigued, yeah. It's great, though. Oh, it's good, yeah. yeah. Is that I, what you're talking about? Yeah. Is there a problem with tacos? Uh, there a taco that, problem you want to talk about? Taco there's there's a lot of taco problems. Diablo <laughs> stuffing in your taco. <laughs> but with the medicine check and you guys starting to arouse him, I feel a little better. I think. Uh, so where are we going? What, what's 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 the news? Uh, we are going to take you to nice um, Dula, Blue State Dula Birthing Center in um, Kirkonig. Um, the the <laughs> planning child rearing. Is what it's called. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, they have a nice big pinkish banner outside. The clinic escorts. <laughs> perfect. This is exactly what I'll need. I've been, I've been looking forward to this. I just put a Planned Parenthood in their games. <laughs> that does not count them. I can also just slice well, it up in here. Well, he's no, a, no, he's no, a no, druid. No. It's Plant Parenthood. <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> oh, take it. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, so you could take uh, inspiration for the little vignette that was unplanned. I like that. The unplanned pregnancy vignette. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they all? <laughs> I guess this means we're on to plan C. Oh, Jesus. You could not take inspiration. <laughs> um, so are we heading out? Yeah, I think so. Are we leveling up? You may all level up to level yeah. four as promised. <laughs> Uh, does anybody not have their level four character prepared? Okay, cool. I've, I've got it ready. Um, yeah, so you feel um, you feel leveled in the morning. You feel like you have more hit points, maybe some new skills, maybe an ability score increase. I thought I heard a ding. Mm. Ding ding. I believe I figured out this whole Netherese language. Quite <laughs> over overnight while I sat here. <laughs> Wait, you know about the Nether region stuff? I do. <laughs> and now, I speak the language of oh the Oh my others. god, you're going to have to tell me all about the Nether regions. Zevian is a cunning linguist. <laughs> I, got, uh, I got more, more dexterous. Dexterous? I took, I took two, two of the decks. <laughs> now, I have two decks. <laughs> Perfect. 
two extra dicks I um, like... in your bag. Now I have plus three dicks. Jesus. <laughs> Let me know when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anything else to say about dicks? You got more dick jokes on deck? <laughs> Any dick jokes on deck? We got dick on dick. Dick Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, well done. I can fall real slow. <laughs> On decks. Just what like everything else. <laughs> just, yeah, just like everything else. And I have more key points now. It's real mm. nice. Make, How's everybody else feeling? Not <laughs> I woke up feeling real good. How's everybody else doing? Brian, do you keep track of passive well. perceptions back there? Uh, I probably should, but I don't. Okay. But yours has gone up? Uh, yes. To what? 20. Well, okay. fuck you. Mine also went up to 12. <laughs> <laughs> I, I now feel quite I also feel quite I don't feel confident speaking to the Rees as I do not have any examples <clears> of that but I can read it quite well now and write it and if we ever need to have a secret club language between ourselves I can work on that as well I think I'm getting the hang of this I can also read Netherese wonderful <laughs> I've been able to do that for an entire level <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't tell anybody I do the hand signal for shoot ally <laughs> <laughs> Like to fight a wizard. I have the Mage Slayer feet. Can we fight a wizard, Brian? We've got one. I'm not a wizard. I'm a warlock. Dear Brian God, can I fight a wizard, please? I can get used to this. Don't. (laughs) Should we encounter any scaly folk in our in our travels? I now have a mastery of draconic, and goodness forbid, if we do run into any orc tribes, I can talk. Uh, I say, as can I, in Orcish. <laughs> she, she says it uh, with not I would like fluency, but also like heavy drow accent. Yeah, mine's probably pretty authentic, actually. Yeah, are we all? Yeah, you did the study abroad yeah. thing, and and Zevian just did Duolingo. I mean, I grew up here, and there's orcs <laughs> fucking everywhere, so that's true. Uh, okay, so you take some time to go over your new abilities gained through experience, pack up your camp, and are ready to set out for Karakonig. It sounds like, right? Yes. All right. It's uh, it's. About five miles as the crow flies from the base of the mountain to Kerkonig, but you're not really traveling as the crow flies. There's a lot of negotiating rough terrain, so it's probably going to take you about a whole day's worth of travel as the crow to waddles. get there. As the, yeah, um, as the goat flies. That includes you know taking a break so that people don't gain levels of exhaustion and, and whatnot. And Trying having to, get to pee. Inside that he really can't hike all the way there in his <laughs> bunny slippers. Um, <laughs> He's got a big robe on. <laughs> uh, blissfully, as you get down the mountain, the um, the heavy, snowy weather and overcast conditions that have been sort of hounding you ever since you left Tourmaline uh, seem to blow over, and you get clear sky to enjoy the uh, what counts as a sunrise. And then, as you travel, the sun disappears, the light disappears, the night sky comes back, but the uh, the star field is just. You know, when you go out to the country in the middle of nowhere and there's no light pollution and it's like pure black sky with white dots, you get that beautiful sky field. Um, and as you start to get to the outskirts of Kirkonig, that's when the uh, the aurora starts to come out. And so the greens and purples start filling up the sky and reflecting off the snow. Um, and the first thing you see, this is Kirkonig here on the screen. The first thing you see when you get to Karakonig is this ruined tower on the out, the outpost. Um, for those of you who speak Dwarvish, probably some of you, um, Kare, 
much as it is in Scottish, is a castle. dwarven word for castle or fortress. And this is what services the remains of ac- the actual Care Koenig, um, is this ruined tower. The the Care sort of got abandoned and fall to disrepair a long time ago, but the surrounding town thrived. Um, Thanks to the Care Bears. <laughs> They're real characters. And in the quote-unquote shadow of the ruined tower, you see um, like a... Like you'd see in a medieval joust, like a, a, a tent with the bannerets fluttering in the breeze. Um, several horses uh, sort of tethered to these fence posts on the outside. Um, and it, uh, it bears a, uh, an emblem that you none of you are familiar with at this point of a, um, a black sword on a white field. Fucking the, career day. I was going to say, it's the Order of Oril having like a job fair. Recruitment drive. <laughs> would, would, a hist- would I be able to make a history check to figure it out? Or would it, just, uh, no, this is this is something that's new to the region, new to you. It, it would not appear in a history check. I can't make a new history check. It's one of those yeah. startups, you know, <laughs> you know. After the seed money's gone, it'll just be closed. Uh, and, and one quick thing before we do arrive proper, uh, the Mythalar thing, mm. mentioned in the note, mm-hmm. now that I speak Netherese mm. and I've studied it, does that have, what does that mean, literally? Do I know? Uh, Mithalar, I mean, it's it's a it's a conglomerate conglomeration word that the Netherese wizards put together to describe a particular item. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of etymology would be like um, star power, star cool. power, or star sphere. You can be an influencer. Star Sweet. search. Yeah, super good guitar hero. Oh, the Netherese were YouTube people. Yeah, I knew it. That's- yep. Yeah, they were all YouTubers. Some of them were Twitch streamers. That was at the decline of the... Yeah, yeah. Well, it okay. also was a very long time ago, so it was more like MySpace. <laughs> so, <laughs> Live journal power. <laughs> so, so Zev will, of course, bring this up. It's like this Mithilar the note talked about, it would translate into star power or star sphere. Could have to do with celestial body, perhaps. Perhaps these netherese, despite their name, may have drawn power from above. Like the sun? From Star Sphere. From those pretty those pretty lights in your ceilingless sky. <laughs> um, speaking of the Mithalar, who is actually physically holding this? Um I can be. Because probably, she'd probably be interested in keeping it for reference. Yeah. It's probably in with her, in with her um, books. Of note, though, I, I mean, if you are planning on keeping it, you're Asterix. kind of bullying Asterix out of it. You know, she's she's keeping up with you. I forgot completely to talk and about her. And she yeah. is going to be uh, probably dead if she doesn't return with that. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, her master well, is. well, in that case, once I'm done with it, I will... Uh, Wipe your nose with it. No, I'll, I'd like to talk with her too, like before we arrive. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's plenty of time to talk on the if, way there. If, if she's willing, if she's feeling up to talking. Yeah. She's. I mean, you've you've got a whole day to kill, so she's willing to talk and walk. All right, we kill the day. Um, That's what already happened. Go up level five. five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, Aurel already did that. The day's dead. <laughs> it's only night now. Miss Asterisk, I appreciate you coming with us, and that you have been through quite a quite a precarious time here. Are you up for a conversation? Well, I feel like I owe it to you. I appreciate the rescue. Not at all. Oh, and here and here is your page. Thank you. That's the goat eat value the rest beyond of it. measure. Did a goat eat the rest of it? <laughs> I just have to know. Uh, I find that highly unlikely. However, 
I was not there when it was torn from the book. I just imagined that the rest of it is stuck to the binding. I'll just look at Nye and Ty like, all right, you're in the clear this time, buddy. <laughs> he looks at you and goes, just wait. Have you, have you checked the uh, goat scat for <laughs> for magic books? <laughs> so, Miss Asterisk, for, I'd like to, I would like to start this off by asking, how can we further be of assistance to you? We're on our way to Kerr Koenig. Civilization waits. You are, of course, under no obligation to be any further assistance with us, but we are investigating this whole this whole Nether East thing. I myself just recently completed my studies. I would be happy to compare notes with you. Are you a wizard? Well, no. I did not have any training as such. My expertise lies elsewhere. The magic within me is innate. He did internet research on being a wizard. So a uh, something of an amateur historian, then. I was born lucky. Born into a high family, and magic is within our blood. Uh, I was not born, so luckily I had to give up a great deal to get my apprenticeship with the Arcane Brotherhood. She And she has, like, horns, right? Mm. So Zev tries to resist complimenting her rack. <laughs> uh, just met. Gotta be careful here. The tips are extra pointy. It's cold Actually, out I here. Actually, totally, I totally envision that uh, um, Nicolau would have, like... Absolutely compared horns. <laughs> <laughs> you want to rub horns, baby? There's some flirtatious yeah, horn like, bumping. You know, interesting uh, style. You yeah. there, you know, I can totally see him doing that. Well, this is casual Friday. Normally, I wear them up. <laughs> but, but yes, I, I would like to hear her story. Mm. I'd make sure she's and she's welcome to. Um, I'll tell her about Barry as well and how uh, we will make sure that she's fed. Mm. I do. I'm very interested to your. Uh... Well, Barry's not with you. Remember, Barry went out ahead with Sonar. Yep. That's as I mm. said. And once we get there, our friend Barry should be there. He is. Well, Aster says should you know now now sort of all she feels like now everybody's sort of paying attention to her and all eyes are her and you can tell this sort of makes her just a little bit you know she gets a little bit of like stage fright, a little self consciousness. Yeah. Um, she goes well. I, it, maybe I made it out to sound more interesting than it is. I grew up a studious child in Mirabar, and it was uh, attacked by giants, and um, well, there wasn't much of a school left after the giants went through, and my parents had enough saved up that they um, they sent me to train first with a um, an amateur magician in Waterdeep, and then I was able to obtain through great sacrifice and hard work a apprenticeship at uh, the Arcane Brotherhood. Um, and uh, that's when my my mistress and some of the other wizards were tasked with coming here to Icewind Dale to uh, look for lost magical treasures. I, I think that's where this comes in. Um, my apprenticeship was hard and my mistress was very rough on me, but that's kind of universal at the Arcane Brotherhood Tower. It's a very difficult and prestigious place to study magic. The ivy of the magics. It is, and wealthy. Ivy and wealthy. Um, and, you know, having come from nothing and having even that taken from me by giants, the prospect of learning magic and obtaining wealth seemed very attractive to me. Um, I had no idea that it would bring me here or cost me the things that it's cost me, but I'm sticking with it for better or for worse. Um... Shortly after we arrived in Icewind Dale, the uh, cadre of wizards that the Arcane Brotherhood dispatched here had uh, something of a very violent falling out, and um, we all went our separate ways, and um, my mistress was able to uh, strike up a deal with the monks in the monastery on the mountain to uh, obtain this long-forgotten piece of 
some ancient holy book um, because of the device it describes. Um, she and all the other wizards are fascinated by the Netherese wizards and their technology and are up here looking for their ancient relics. Do you know much of this deal she made with the residents of the mountain? No, she didn't let me know any of those details. Um, I'm sort of on a, what you would call a need-to-know basis, mm. and I didn't need to know. I just needed mm. to bring it back. Z- uh, Zev nods sympathetically. Well, how did you come across the the Duergar? And what was their interest in you? Honestly, I didn't know the Duergar were even about until they knocked me over the back of the head. Um, after the Yeti descended on our party, I cast the one spell I could think to cast, and um, when it seemed to have no effect, I ran. Um, I feel bad for... He looks over at Paralu. I feel bad for those that fell. Um, But I'd never seen a creature like that. I was terrified. What it did to that giant of a Goliath, I didn't think there was any way that I would be able to survive against such a creature. So I fled and found myself lost in the mountains, and I thought for sure... I would freeze or starve, and um, before I knew it, I had been bludgeoned from the back and dragged off to the Durgar's prison. Funny. They saved your life in a way. Yes, I suppose they did, although I would rather give that credit to you. Yes, I appreciate that. Weren't the Durgar, like, questioning her about something, Mm -hmm. or what what, what was that all about? You asking her that? I, I guess I can, yeah. yeah. Um, they wanted to know the significance of that page. Their questions seemed... Um, their questions seemed very cursory and superficial, as though they they really didn't know what it was or the value that it contained. Um, Were they asking about the Mithalar? No, they couldn't read the page. Oh, yeah, I'll, it, I'd like to insight her to see if she's uh, holding anything back. Sure. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I'll just keep her talking. I'll mm. try to yeah, get four. Nineteen. Um, she is being guarded. She's being honest, but she's being guarded. Mm. Um, and a lot of that is just what she's been through. And you guys, you you are, are her rescuers, but now you like she's trudging across the frozen waste with six weirdos. She doesn't know. Yeah, eight or ten if you count the whole party. You know. Um, yeah, so I'll just let it lie. Yeah. Um, and uh, where is your mistress now? Uh, convalescing from her battle in uh, Care Dineval, if, uh, if if nothing has changed. Battle? As I said, when the wizards from the Arcane Brotherhood arrived in Icewind Dale, uh, they had an immediate violent falling out. They never much liked each other, but the rules of the tower were not to air your dirty laundry there. Um, technically, they broke rules fighting each other at all, but once they were outside of the eyes of the Archmages, they sort of took their grievances into their own hands. Uh, my mistress was injured by another wizard, and uh, that's why she dispatched me instead of going herself to get this page from the monks. What else do you think we can expect in Cairdinival? Cairdinival <sighs> uh, is... Um, it seems nice enough for a ten town. Um... Their main concern and, uh, when I left was um, that the ferry from East Haven had stopped running. Um, so they were running out of provisions, particularly alcohol, which they seemed to enjoy in abundance. 
I don't drink myself. That so. ferry is the new ba- uh, base for the Duergar from the letter that we just got. What is it? That ferry that's not running mm-hmm. anymore is the new base for the Duergar, yeah. the brother of the one that we just kicked the shit out of. <clears throat> is that where you'd like to go then? To Caradinabal? Uh, eventually I need to get back to my mistress, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe a night in Kerkonig to collect myself and stay someplace where a hearth fire burns and home fo- her home-cooked meals are served. Absolutely. So um, you were sent, you know, Nikola's not getting it. Mm. He's like, you were sent all the way here to collect one piece of paper. Yes. And now it's ripped in half. I, I was obtained ripped in half. I think that's just the natural state oh. of it. Um, it, It's an ancient piece of an ancient tome. I These things fall into disrepair all the time. I didn't think too much of it. it wasn't my place to question it. Maybe you should learn to ask more questions. <laughs> uh, where I come from, you're you're told and you don't ask. <laughs> Didn't the half-elf... Um, Zhao? Zhao, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he trying to get stuff about the netheries for his yep. master? Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Was the master part of this group? You asking that? Yes. Zhao, yes, we studied together. Um, he was a good man. Um... He, uh, his master, Dazan, was very harsh, like my master. Like I said, they all come from the same cloth at the Arcane Brotherhood. Uh, dicks. Dicks, yeah. Um, plus three dicks is what I've been told. Um, <laughs> Dazan, uh, he was a uh, Thayan defector. He used to be a uh, red wizard, um, but eschewed his, uh, his homeland to come study with the Arcane Brotherhood. That's how prestigious it was. He was hard on Zhao, but Zhao was very competent, so he he got the better end of the deal, I suppose. I'm sorry to say that Zhao is no longer with us. I suspected as much when Dazan decided to travel separately from the rest of the Arcane Brotherhood, and we had not heard in, heard from him when we reached Cairdenival. I expected the worst. Do you believe these harsh masters will pose a threat to us, and to you, for that matter? Uh, they pose a constant threat to me. That's the nature of being a wizard's apprentice. Um, Do you need protection? No, I can can make my own way. I've gotten this far. This is what happens when you don't have protection. Slad pregnancy. It's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate the offer, but I, I, thanks, thanks to your help, thanks to your intervention. I have what I was set up the mountain to get. This feels as though it's a milestone moment for my training with my master. I feel like being able to come back successfully from this, even if it was with the help of others, proves that I am capable enough to enter the next phase of my studies. She gained a level. She had a milestone. Nice. <laughs> Good for her. And if you do not mind my asking, what will that be? That is up for my mistress to decide, but it appears uh, probably arcane relics and... Matters of ancient Netherese history seems to be the direction in which we are traveling. Well, should you require the help of a fellow scholar, do look me up. Your translation skills may very well prove useful. Um, translating Netherese is difficult. We have to walk it through several languages just to get a usable translation. Question. Have you tried taking the linguist feet? <laughs> it's very simple. <laughs> no, you just I put, a level. You can probably I, I put my ASI into intelligence like all good wizards. <laughs> the last wizard I heard that didn't put her ASIs into intelligence went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cute. And died twice. Um, <laughs> question. Have I 
Th that picture is like on the page. Have I seen that before anywhere? Um, no. Okay. I don't um, know if that was like a thing that was Pavu doesn't look at books. <laughs> you you know and the rest the of you wouldn't know this and Pavu probably won't wouldn't want to share it with you, but um the monks do like they do other stuff than be ninja monks. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's a functioning monastery. Mm -hmm. Um the, the ninjas that train there just happen to be, you know, that's the upper echelon. Jelly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cider. <laughs> um but one of the things they do, as in any good monastery, is they have a library. Um, I'm good, thank you. Um, they have a, a library and something of like a museum. Mm -hmm. um, actually, Ben, grab one out of the fridge. You might as yeah. well. Um, where some of these historical relics are kept. And there's caretaker monks that handle that sort of thing. You spent your days in the training yard mm -hmm. getting the teeth knocked out of your head. Yeah. No. <laughs> get your butt punched and shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a chance you might have seen this page before, maybe, but it seems unlikely. It wasn't really your thing growing up. Okay. I'd like to just make one more inside check with mm. this person. Mm hmm. Maybe it's the horns, infernal heritage. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're all liars. Yeah, well, no, it's just, I'd like to know if. <laughs> I think Zev believes that she's probably you know, a fellow ambitious woman, mm -hmm. so, like, mm -hmm. is she really so loyal to her mistress as she claims? Go ahead, give me an inside check. Ten. Um, so you're not getting a very deep read with a ten, but um, she is loyal. That loyalty may be out of fear, or maybe out of respect, or maybe out of both. Okay. Um, but yeah, like if push comes to shove, she's si she's siding with her mistress. Um, just like flavor question. Mm. Do like knowing the monastery the way that I do. Yeah. Like, is that something that like I know needs to make its way back? Um, you don't know the nature of the deal. Okay. Um, and in your experience, limited as it is with this sort of thing, um, this is some, somewhat unprecedented as far as you're concerned. You've never heard of them giving out stuff like this. You don't yeah. know the, the nature of why, why the Night Mother might have permitted mm -hmm. this to happen mm -hmm. or what she's getting in return for it, if that's already a, a debt that's been paid or if it's one to be paid still. Um... I would say you're you would be you'd be playing it safe to leave it with the person that they apparently have a deal to give it to, or you'd be playing it safe to bring it back to the monastery. But you probably wouldn't want it going anywhere else. Right, right. Cool. Anything else for Asterix, or you still have Paralu you could speak with if you want to check in with her. And um, Keegan and Boy are still traveling with you. Yep. Boy is he's limping, but he's getting better. Okay. <laughs> He's also a magic dog, so they get better. <laughs> They're all magic. Dog, magic dog. <laughs> so, so, <clears throat> so sometimes, sometime after the whole grilling, we just did the, uh, the tiefling. <laughs> She's happy to have the spotlight shifted. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, as we're walking, maybe, maybe because I think it's now uh, Nikolaus' idiom to like have a heart to heart with every NPC we meet. <laughs> I mean, that's that's he's a clergy guy. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, sure. Yeah, he he's Mati, ah. <laughs> Captain Planet. He's the Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Didn't he have oh a falcon? God. The Mati falcon? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he will he will basically tell her that um, um, you, know, every... <laughs> you, you can't say he'll, he'll basically tell her <laughs> um, Oh my master was really hard Oh yeah I'm wizard yeah I must um, suck Yeah. <laughs> um, you know uh, all of us have the 
option, in fact, perhaps you may even say the responsibility to set our own path and not be subservient, you may want to consider becoming who you should be instead of who your masters tell you you should be. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Zev, we'll make, a, we'll make a prayer motion and just say, and say amen. <laughs> well, that's what I want to do. I use my studies as a means to an end, to achieve the power and position it would take to have the freedom to be who I want to be. In the meantime, I serve others as a way of advancing myself. As long as you... I don't phrase this. <clears throat> it's good that she has awareness of it. Wow, I'm, I'm a little dumbfounded here. Um, <laughs> um, I, 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 I understand. We all have our... You know, as long as you keep your own missions and not the missions of others. That's all. Yes, you should be careful. Sometimes it can be hard to break away from your master. Be more neutral, less lawful. <laughs> I'll, I'll, sh- I'll check in. While this is happening, I'll check in with with a, a Perilu and Keegan and just make sure they're, they're doing all right and that they understand what we're doing and... They've uh, they've actually formed a little bit of a, a bond, like a survivor's bond. Mm-hmm. Um, they've gone through a traumatic, you know, experience together, and you know, you all sort of feel in that that kinship. But they more than other, more than the rest of you, have a specific shared trauma they can look back on. Um, and they've actually fallen. It's not, it's it's kind of cute <laughs> in a way. Um, they have to they have to walk at a little bit of slower pace than the rest of you because dogs still sort of limp or boys still sort of limp it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they've fallen into. Um, Singing in rounds an old uh, halfling marching tune, just a road, a road, jaunty little road tune, nice. um, which I won't sing because I can't, I don't know it. Um, <laughs> but it's 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 kind of a, a sweet moment to see the two of them, you know, kind of a little bit worse for the wear. Both of them homesick, both of them cold and miserable, but they're gutting it out, you know. They're, they're supporting cast. They're bonding over the craft services. You yes, yes. <laughs> they're emoting in the background wildly, <laughs> dancing to different songs. <laughs> Woman in the church, the wedding but, of Doctor Strange too. Yeah, but if you, um, but if you approach, they'll, they'll, uh, you know, they'll stop singing. And oh, Zevelyn, how are, how are you making out? This is a lovely song. I'm happy, happy to learn it someday. I'd be happy to teach you. It's very simple. Let's do it. Okay, they teach you a song. Sweet. Put it in character sheet. You'll need it later. And you guys find Narration. that you guys find that Zev is a pretty good singer. She's got a, she's got a nice sultry voice. So. Uh, now you can sing it in triple rounds. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so, after this, I'll just you know, and probably having that nice musical moment, she'll just she'll just say, "I just wanted to come check on you both." We're nearing Herkonig. We're uh, we're doing all right. Um, I'm looking forward to some time in civilization. I really do hope. I hope that I can help the people there, and that that helps me unburden my soul from what I've gone through. And I looked at Keegan. You and I have a ways to go before we get to, to get to your your beloved man. man. So, Paralu, are you going to be? Off, do you want us to drop you off at Karakonik? Yes, I think I'll stay there for a while while I convalesce. And very good. And I'll remain there for some time. Then we'll, uh, but if you ever need my assistance, I'll be available. I have a debt to you that remains unpaid. 
When I have when I have the luxury of calling in deaths, I <laughs> will certainly let you know. Um, Kuspalad, you particularly doing quick head count and thinking that you know, well, you have Sinar, you have Barry, and they they produce Barry produces food, Sinar doesn't consume any, so they're helpful. One, <laughs> <laughs> two. But, <laughs> but it's really only through the use, the judicious use of good berries that a party this big is able to travel around. Like, you're hitting the critical mass point of, like, yeah. eventually, you know, an army travels on its stomach. There's just not enough resources for this party to stay this large for yeah. very long. Um, so, Sinar's a mummy. Yeah, no. No, I, I, that's, that's what I said. Like, excluding oh. Barry and Sonar, because Barry produces food and Sonar doesn't con- consume any, but, like, yeah. you're now traveling, like, at max, like, probably, like, 12 people. In it's Mulder's big... you can only have six people in your party, and we yeah. already have six. And size eating for two. <laughs> that is so true, man. I'm and, so hungry. And shitting for about a half dozen. <laughs> Give this man a cup of coffee. <laughs> this man oh. needs an enema. <laughs> coffee enema. Mixed up with tentacles. Hmm. <laughs> Wait, there could be more than one in there? Octogob. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> if you are. <laughs> we'll find you a nice, comfy place to spawn. Signs F plus 8. Fucking spawn? <laughs> yeah, it's a water birth, you know? <laughs> we'll get some relaxing flute music. I'll hum real nice in the background. <laughs> <laughs> So, if we're done interacting with the NPCs, <laughs> yes. we will fast forward back to Kirkonic, um, where this um, this nightly tent has been erected at the foot of the uh, ruined tower here. Firm and stiffened. <laughs> uh, several horses are tethered to what remains of the stockade fence, and there seems to be a um, like a, a teenage boy tending to the horses, ah. brushing them down, and what happened? A teenage boy. I'm terrified. <laughs> oh, no, no. And um, as the the banneret sort of picks up in the wind, um, you know, it's, it's, I should say, probably the first one to be able to make out the insignia is Zev, because she's got the massive dark vision. Um, the huge, oh. long yeah. Actually, Una's got vision. the best dark vision, I think, right? 120 feet. Yeah. Mm. And actually, come to think of it, you really need to be right on top of this tent, like real close to see it, because dark vision won't help you. It's colors. You see everything in grayscale. Yep. So you see the tent, you see the banneret fluttering in the wind. It's You are almost like up to this stable boy that's tending to the horses or squire or whatever he is. Oh, teenage you... boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you make him out from... Don't make out with him. <laughs> Wait, no, you're a teenage girl. It's actually fine. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Hello, kinsman. Have you completed your evil acts today? <laughs> Do you think we're gonna go, you know, take off and hang out in front of the Seven Eleven for like? Oh hours? God, smoke, smoke cigarettes. <laughs> I can dancing lights add color to the thing that I can't quite make out. Okay. Are you doing that? Um. No, fuck you. I mean, do you think that we're gonna be on the threat under threat here? You don't know who these people are or what they're doing here. Okay. Well, I'll point out that I see it at least. Um, I would like a round of inside checks. That's a natural one. Thirteen. Thirteen. I trust everyone. Nine. Nine. Oh, where's my twenty? Sitting here trying to pick. Sign. Uh, Dev. Nineteen. Nineteen. I got a five. Five. Oh, right. uh, that's a four on the die. Wow. So the you guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I, 
Maybe it's because uh, Sai is uh, perceiving for two. Um, maybe it's Halloween. <laughs> that he's the one who picks up on the uncomfortable uh, body language of Asterix as she sees this uh, tent in the distance. In the distance. Oh no, Asterix! What? what what's the deal? Why? Why? Why are you clenching your cheeks? <laughs> um. Good lord. That's the that's the body language he notices. <laughs> I've been working on support and I'm extra time. I mean, it's like eye level for him. <laughs> I could bounce a copper piece off of it. Um. <laughs> she goes. Uh, it might be trouble. Um. Let's try to avoid them if we can. But who is in? Who is in there? Why do we need to? Avoid? Come on! Is it the children of Oral? Oral? No, quite, quite the contrary. Um, Bounty hunters, orcs, witch, witch hunters. Oh! Oh, I thought you were going to say atheists. <laughs> no, they worship Riders. something, but <gasps> it, I don't know what. Maybe themselves. Um, if I'm not wrong, I believe that is the uh, the Knights of the Black Sword. Uh, they have been living in Cairdinival. I did not expect to see them at Kirkonig. Um Well, you're not a witch, are you? Their definition of witchcraft is somewhat rooted in uh, a antiquated line of thinking. You do magic, you do the witch? It depends on the magic. They're oddly picky about certain... Schools. I look at her, I look at myself, I look at Una, and say, let's avoid them. <laughs> let's not interact. Um, Good call, Astros. And she goes, and there's one more thing I should tell you, and before she can get it out, the stable boy raises up a shout. He says, Walker's approaching from the west! Oh, shit, the walking dead are here. <laughs> White walkers. Uh, before we get too close to this, uh, Asterisk, do you perhaps practice a flavor of the magic that they may be not so good with? No, I should be okay. Uh, I can't really speak for the rest of you. Okay, well maybe... So the magic mushroom spores floating around me... I would say, say just for the safety of the group, any of the woo-woo casting types, so I decide, the Una... Nicolau, if you just maybe want to. At this off. point, as you're having this and conversation, you, what's up, girls? <laughs> um, you see that a uh, that three people in similar looking uniform type uh, outfits are mounting horses and they're starting to ride out to meet you. Um, so you have a what, like one more moment to do if, you, if there's an action you want to take or a conversation you want to have, you can have it now, and then you will be in a social interaction. Can I? Uh, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, Kus, uh, shall we? And motion for like the two of us to sort of take yeah. the lead because yeah. Nicholas, he doesn't look like a witch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just going to throw a bag on top of my eye, so it looks like my eye is a pack animal. Hang on. And the, and the rest of you, are you going to try and hide, or you're going to disappear? I cast invisible. <laughs> okay, no, that's fine. Uh, is anybody else doing anything? I, I said... It's only on you, though, so your little worm is hovering around. <laughs> no! Zev uh, <laughs> implored the, the ladies in the group, because Paralu is a cleric, right? Yes. Can't be too careful. Mm. I encourage her to just remain hidden. Uh, I'm going to try to do... I can probably only do this for myself, but... Like, I roll like stealth or deception up to you, mm. and just sort of like make sure that my my drow my drowsiness is uh, hidden. 
Um, Una is going to sort of take cover behind Pabu and just do the very, like, shy teenage girl thing of, like, hiding behind someone bigger. Okay. I'm going to very, like, casually keep my hand on my scimitar under my cloak, like, hey. That's cool. Um, so those of you that are hiding, are you planning on staying near the rest of the party, or are you going to try and vamoose somewhere? Um, I think Zav is going to remain... Within view, mm-hmm. so people don't think anything shady is happening, mm-hmm. um, and just like take take on a submissive posture, like you know, kind of deferring to Kuspalad and, uh, and Pabu and Nikola, like like the men are in charge here. Uh, I'm just I'm just a poor traveler. Mm-hmm. Wow, we should savor this while it lasts. <laughs> she doesn't flex her authority like most <laughs> mo- like most drought females. So winding past Not often, anyway, winding past the broken tower into the town, right where those the stockade, you can see where the old stockade gate used to be. That's that's where the riders circle the tower and meet you at the outskirts of town. Um, and two of them look very similar. They're wearing like a, a dark slate gray, very plain and unadorned uniform style outfit. And the one in front has is wearing a similar outfit, but he's got a um, like a long black coat and a white uh, uniform shirt or, you know, very dressy white, like Uniform short. He's a, a big paunchy tiefling. Um, bright red skin. Hey, um, no, tieflings got fat. Yeah. Oh, yes. They can. Um, elves that have from eating babies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can find a picture of this man for you. Also, we've encountered Protestants now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> We're walking into the town from Footloose. We have to find Luther, Martin Luther. He's the uh, he's patient zero. How appropriate waging war against the prods. <laughs> oh, he does have a big old belly. Oh, nice. wait, he's kind of adorable. He looks like a grandpa that would shank you. He he, he reminds me of the governor from the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Mm. Like that's the vibe I get. Well. So he's coming out to meet us? He is coming out to meet us. Anything that reminds anyone of the Pirates movies needs to be murdered. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up, Masterpiece. I love that. Formative media for me. Gross. So he rides out and um, meets you and you? Yep. Uh, I think I missed part of the description. Is Mm. he wearing... Is the clothing reminiscent of that black sword thing, or is, or is yes? Uh, as a matter of fact, I'll bring up the picture one did more he, time. Did he come from the town or from the tent? Uh, he came from the tent, the direction of the tent. Uh, he actually exited the tent and popped on a horse and okay. and rode up to meet you. And it's um, black, not green, basically. Yes, that's that's just an artifact of the screen. But um, he's got this uh, this pendant here, uh, this triangle shaped pendant that is it, it, it's sort of a like an. Uh, like an exaggerated sword shape. Um, that's the same as it is on the Banneret. Um, and they they ride out to meet you, and uh, he holds up a hand to you. Greetings. Hello. And what brings you to Ker Denival? Or Ker Koenig, excuse I me. I say, um, I'm Kuspalad, and I am a mountain guide. And I was hired to find a different guide who had become lost in the mountains. Keegan. And I wave Keegan up. Keegan walks up, and... Um, he nods and, sir, I've never met you before, but my name is Keegan, and I work with Frozen Far Expeditions here in uh, Kirkonig. Um, we were just returning back from an expedition that went awry, and this tiefling goes, yes, we know all about your expedition and how it has gone awry. We have been uh, eagerly waiting your return. 
so that we might speak with you about your association with certain dark magics. <laughs> 